Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to Soul Food. It's been a while since we released an episode, so please forgive us. I was traveling and just juggling different responsibilities. And inshallah, moving forward, we're going to do our best to be consistent, releasing episodes every week, inshallah ta'ala. So in this episode, we're going to talk about acts of goodness and how to balance acts of goodness in private and in public. So we're continuing with this beautiful book by Imam al-Sha'rani, Lawaqih al-Anwar al-Qudsiyya bi bayan al-Uhud al-Muhammadiyya, pollinating the lights of holiness in the hearts through clarifying and explaining the Muhammadan covenants. And as we read through these covenants and continue to go through this beautiful book and renew our commitment to the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we need to ask ourselves an honest question. Do we feel a stronger connection? Do we feel that these lights of holiness are entering into our hearts? Is that light increasing and strengthening? Because it's very important in the spiritual journey to call ourselves to account so that we can grow and that we can, inshallah, become closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and follow more closely the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So in this episode, we're going to look at hiding acts of goodness. We're going to look at public benefit and then finding the balance between the two, inshallah. So Imam al-Sha'rani says regarding this covenant, we took the general covenant with the messenger of God, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, that when it comes to acts of goodness, we be among the first group to implement it. And what this means, Imam al-Sha'rani says, is that we should be the first to any act of goodness so that other people are encouraged to do it as well. Is that we should be the first people who implement something and that we actually strive to hasten to be among the foremost so that others are encouraged to do it as well. At the same time, we have to be sure to hide most of our good deeds so we can preserve the sincerity in it. And we'll talk about some of the practical ways to do that, inshallah. Imam al-Sha'rani gives examples of what we should be at the forefront of doing. For example, he says, if someone is asking for money, if someone is needy, or there is a cause that is a worthwhile cause, and they're asking for support, and no one really is supporting, then you should be the first to give with the intention of giving for the sake of Allah, but also to encourage others to do that which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And even psychological studies, they show that being charitable is contagious. So if one person does it, it makes it easier for other people to contribute as well. So that's one example that Imam al-Sha'rani talks about, is being the first to give to a cause so that others feel more comfortable giving as well, and they're encouraged to do so as well. Another example is getting up for Qiyam al-Layl, that a person should do that and have an intention that 
their family members, those that are close to them, also get up and pray the night prayer as well. Another example Imam Sharani brings is being patient in challenging times. That being patient in a difficult time helps other people also endure patiently. So if people see, okay, you know, this person is composed, this person is not affected by the negativity, it inspires them to also remain patient and to persevere. But then Imam Sharan he switches gears a little bit. And he says that only the most spiritually accomplished of scholars should be the ones to make their actions public. Because most people are susceptible to showing off and ruining their intention. And if we're honest, this is really especially threatening in today's world where, you know, it's as if something never happened if it's not on social media. It's as if, is this thing really valuable? Is this thing really validated? Does it count for anything if other people do not see it? And we're really surrounded by that kind of culture and by that kind of very subtle encouragement to always do that. And people who have very little knowledge and realization feel like they should always publicize their actions to inspire people. It's always with the intention of inspiring other people. But there's a very fine line between inspiring people for the sake of Allah and inspiring people for the sake of attention. So a person has to be very careful. Imam al-Nawawi, may Allah have mercy on him, one of the greatest scholars in Islamic history, when he would teach in the mosque in Damascus, he would sit in the far corner of the mosque and he would say the nafs enjoys being seen at the center of the mosque. So if he wanted, he was this great scholar, if he wanted, his class could have been in the very center of the mosque. Everyone could have been focused on him. Anyone who walks into the mosque would immediately see him. But he would actually go to the side because he didn't want to give in to the nafs. And even someone of this caliber would be careful. So then the question arises, okay, so does that mean that public acts of goodness then have no place in Islam? And that brings us to the next point about public benefit. And there's a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ narrated by Imam Muslim, which gives us a very good example of public benefit and public acts of goodness. There was a delegation that came to visit the Prophet ﷺ and they were very poor and they were wearing very rough wool garments. It was very clear that they were in need and that they had a very rough set of circumstances. So when the Prophet ﷺ, he saw them, his face changed at the sight of how little they had. You know, he was actually concerned and it was visible on his face that he was concerned for this people. So after the prayer, the Prophet ﷺ, he read the following verses of Qur'an, the translation of which is, O humanity, be mindful of your Lord who created you from a single soul, and from it created its mate, and from it he created its mate, and through both he spread countless men and women. And be mindful of Allah in whose name you appeal to one another, and honor family ties. Surely Allah is ever watchful over you. And then he recited another verse. O believers, be mindful of Allah and let every soul look to what deeds it has sent forth for tomorrow. And then the Prophet ﷺ said, A person can give charity from his gold and silver coins, 
from his clothing, from his barley, and from his dates, even with half of a date. So then after the Prophet ﷺ said that, clarifying and teaching them that charity is not just gold and silver, but you can give charity in many forms, clothing and food and so forth. So after the Prophet ﷺ said this, a man from the Ansar came with a bag that was so full of things that he could barely carry it. And as soon as he brought that to the people, everyone then followed suit until those people were given plenty of food and clothing. And when the Prophet ﷺ saw this, his face was beaming. They said that they could see the delight and they could see the contentment on the Prophet ﷺ's face. And then he said, whoever begins a good practice in Islam, he will have the reward for it and the reward for all who do it after him. Without that decreasing anything, from their portion of the reward, the portion of the people who do it. So if someone does a good deed and then that good deed inspires other people to do that same good deed, the person will be rewarded for everyone who does it after them. And in another hadith narrated by Ibn Majah and At-Tirmidhi, the Prophet said, whoever gives life, i.e. revives a sunnah from my sunnah that had perished after me, he will have the reward of all who act upon it without that decreasing anything from their portion. And whoever innovates a misguided innovation that is not pleasing to Allah nor His Messenger, they will have the sin of all who thereby act upon it without decreasing the people's portion of their sin. So that teaches us that we should be the first to do something good and that we should be especially careful from being involved in encouraging others to do something that is displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or something that goes against the way of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi There's another hadith that Imam al-Sha'arani mentions that is really, really beautiful as well. That the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, goodness has its storehouses, that there's places of storage for goodness. And obviously this is sort of in the unseen. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa says, goodness has its storehouses, al-khayr. And these storehouses have keys. So blessed is the servant whom Allah makes a key to good and a lock for evil. Blessed is the servant whom Allah makes a key to good and a lock for evil. So this is really what Imam al-Sha'arani is emphasizing in this covenant. And he tells us there's a very practical way to really test yourself to see if you are seeking public benefit for Allah's sake or for the sake of your nafs. So he says, you know, when you're trying to test yourself, your nafs will always say to you, no, no, not me. Other people might fall into this trap, but not me. I'm good. But then he says, the way to test yourself is by asking yourself honestly. If someone else was to come and inspire these people to do good, and just as many people followed their example or more people followed them, how would that make you feel? So if someone says, okay, I want to inspire people to give in charity, but then you realize someone else beats you to it, but then all of these other people are inspired to give charity, how would that make you feel? Imam al-Sha'arani says, if that makes you happy, then you're sincere and you can go forward. But if it's heavy on your nafs, then he says, this is a form of riyah. This is a form of ostentation and showing off. But then when you say that to your nafs, your nafs has a counter-argument. 
Your nafs will then say to you, oh, but you're going to miss out on all of the reward. So now it's not about sincerity, but it's about what about the reward that you're going to miss out on doing? And your response should then be to the nafs, my hope is in Allah's grace, not in my own actions. And really, what actions are going to be rewarded that are devoid of sincerity? So you have to be very careful. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect and help us. So that brings us to the call to action. And it is to realize that this is very precarious. It's not easy. So we have to make sure, I have to make sure, you have to make sure, each and every one of us needs to make sure that our private devotion is far greater than what we show people. What we do with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in private has to be better than what we show people. And there's a dua of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and that'll be in the show notes for those who want to read it. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam would say, Allahumma ja'al sarirati khayran min alaniyati wa ja'al alaniyati saliha. Oh Allah, make my inward better than my outward and make my outward righteous. In other words, my internal state that is directed exclusively towards Allah, make it even better than my outward state, but make my outward state righteous nonetheless. So this is a prophetic dua that we should all say, and that's the call to action is to say this dua regularly, and then the blessing of that will then permeate into our actions and into our intentions and into our decisions. May Allah grant us all tawfiq, وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm, where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.